Hello from Suffolk, England, where it's sunny this morning, but we've a cloudy few days ahead. After a chilly week, though, it's set to be warmer over the weekend. And I'm glad to say that a brood of chicks fathered by the rooster you've just heard have been hatched in the village. Thanks to Roger for the update. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvellous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Psalm 139, verse 14. It's Friday the 15th of May, in the year of our Lord 2020, and it's time to sit back and enjoy five minutes of civilised calm. This is Mark's Almanac, recorded in the piece of the English countryside. Sobered by rain, wheelbarrows, watering cans, rakes, potatoes, and dead blackbirds, not to mention the steady, supercilious eye of a frog which resembled that of a bishop at the Athenaeum inspecting a shy new member, Ronnie had begun definitely to repent of the impulse which had led him to ask Millicent to be his wife. And now, in the cosier environment of his bedroom, he was regretting it more than ever. Like most people who have made a defiant and dramatic gesture and then have leisure to reflect, he was oppressed by a feeling that he had gone considerably farther than was prudent. Samson, as he heard the pillars of the temple begin to crack, must have felt the same. Gestures are all very well while the intoxication lasts. The trouble is that it lasts such a very little while. That's from Summer Lightning by P.G. Woodhouse. Perfect weekend reading if you fancy a visit to Blanding's Castle. On this day in 1718, James Puckle, lawyer, writer and inventor, registered the first ever patent for a kind of machine gun. The Puckle gun was designed for use on ships to repel boarders. It could fire 63 shots in seven minutes, at a time when muskets could barely manage half that. The gun, however, remained largely a curiosity. It was said that the only people it ever harmed were its investors. On this weekend in 1943, Guy Gibson led 617 Squadron in Operation Chastise, better known as the Dambusters Raid, designed to cripple industrial production in Germany's Ruhr Valley, with the aid of inventor Barnes-Wallace's bouncing bomb. Later in the war, Barnes-Wallace's development of seismic weapons would allow successful attacks on reinforced sites, including the V-2 rocket launchers at Calais. Here's a poem. The Things That Haven't Been Done Before by Edgar Guest. The things that haven't been done before, those are the things to try. Columbus dreamed of an unknown shore at the rim of the far-flung sky, and his heart was bold and his faith was strong as he ventured in dangers new, and he paid no heed to the jeering throng or the fears of the doubting crew. The many will follow the beaten track with guideposts on the way. They live and have lived for ages back with a chart for every day. 
Someone has told them it's safe to go on the road he has travelled o'er. And all that they ever strive to know are the things that were known before. A few strike out without map or chart where never a man has been. From the beaten paths they draw apart to see what no man has seen. There are deeds they hunger alone to do, though battered and bruised and sore. They blaze the path for the many who do nothing not done before. The things that hadn't been done before are the tasks worthwhile today. Are you one of the flock that follows, or are you one that shall lead the way? Are you one of the timid souls that quail at the jeers of a doubting crew? Or day, whether you win or fail, strike out for a goal that's new. That's almost all for this week. I'll be back on Monday. If you know anyone who could use a touch of calm, do please share this. And if you're looking for a film to watch tonight, how about that wartime classic, The Dam Busters? And if you need some music to wake you up, how about Happy Does by Kenny Chesney? Steal a slow dance in a rainstorm and a kiss from who you love. Until Monday, stay civilised, keep calm, and please keep washing your hands. Have a lovely weekend.